everyone. And everything. Yes. Welcome to That So Original Welcome Podcast. Welcome to the podcast <laughs> that talks about streaming shows and movies and people and things that we hate. So, welcome back. It's been a long time. And for that, we are very sorry. But, you know, life, we've done this to you before, I think. So, not this long. But this is, this is like, this is full on, like... This is straight um, up, like, summer vacation hiatus. Like, we were closing up shop, but now we're back open. I was closed up shop in my brain. Yes, that yes. is correct. My brain went on a three-month hiatus. But anyway, we're back. So I guess it would take the entire episode to talk about what we've been watching (laughs) but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say the highlight i watched the entire eight seasons of game of thrones in a month and so yay and it was great i loved it the end oh and the last of us is the best show on tv right now i thought it was good i was not as enthralled with it i guess as everybody else was which is weird for me which is, I mean, it like pulled at all the heartstrings that I would love, but I don't, it was, I was like, it's okay. That next to last episode though, that one, like, whew, I thought that one was really great. Mm-hmm. But the, the Frank and, what's his name episode? Um, the other guy's Bill. name. Bill. Yeah. That was like, I, everybody was like real tore up about that one. I don't know. That just, I, I was like, oh, that's okay. Oh, I, I cried know. and cried and I never cried anything. I know, and I love Nick Offerman. I don't know. I mean, I was broken, apparently, when I watched that one. (laughs) Well, I watched it with Tweed, and, I mean, he really liked it, too. And I'm, like, sitting in my chair sobbing, and he's like, why are you crying? That was, like, a happy ending. And I was like, I'm not crying because it's, like, sad. It's, like, it's just emotional. Like, sorry you don't get emotions. My bad. Meanwhile, I just cried at a TikTok about a special needs kid getting accepted to college. So there you go. Well, you're not dead inside. Congratulations. I know. I mean, I cry at everything. And I don't, that, I mean, that one didn't get me. I don't know why. I don't know. Is that it? Is that it? Your hardwiring is broken. Um, Yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. And everything else is inconsequential. Um, I just wrote down a couple things I've been watching recently. One that I watched, it's, I don't know couple weeks ago now maybe um and i love and i'm insisting that you watch is daisy jones and the six on prime i loved it the first episode or two just hang in there trust me just hang in there if you like music and then i don't know i have been listening to the soundtrack made up for this made up band for this television show (laughs) on repeat ever since and i'm not the one to normally do that so i loved it Riley Keough is a goddess. She tears my eyes whenever she's on screen. I just like, I'm drawn to her. She's beautiful. And I think she's wonderful. Except for when they flash forward to the future. I don't think she looks that great then, but the past Daisy, oh, she's cute. Um, What else? Oh, I, we watched, uh, or we, I watched Up Here on Hulu. It's a series, quick series. It's done by um, Tommy, what's his name, that did Hamilton. He's like big with Lin-Manuel doing all that kind of stuff. Um, Oh, it's going to drive me crazy. But anyways, um, it's based in the 90s about this girl and guy. She leaves her boring fiance, moves to New York to be a writer. He's a comic book artist and decides to leave his job and go into business. And it's all a musical. So it's very Glee-esque, but it's all original songs. So that's kind of fun. 
Um, and then The Power, I just started that on Prime too because I really like the book. Also like um, Daisy Jones the Six is also a book like that one as well. But The Power is really good about these. It's all these girls who um, have developed an extra organ as a survival. It's pretty much as uh well, what's the word? When you uh, you have a mutation that that like giraffes got their long neck. What are what am I trying to say? You there's a mutation that's happened to help the species oh, oh, survive. Um, you know what I mean? Yes, an adaptation. Yeah, right something. Like, yeah, I I know what I want to say, but you guys get where I'm going. But um, it's a survival mechanism for these teen girls and women that gives them some electricity so they can like shock things and like light things up and protect themselves kind of sort of i don't know i'm only a couple of episodes in um it's pretty good and then i also started george and tammy on showtime i really really liked it once again another music show all about the country royalty george jones and tammy Wynette. jessica chastain is wonderful in everything she does i don't think she's done a bad role yet one of the last episodes i watched i fell asleep in it during watching it twice Woke up two different times, my kids walking in the room during sex scenes. So that's fun. But yeah, that's it. Okay. Well, you know what else has a really great soundtrack? Yes. Agreed. Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets Season 2. That is, well, if you read the title of the episode, you already knew that. That is what we are covering because we really enjoyed the first season. Uh, gave us some great material, like that whole meme with Javi and not having any friends in the woods. That was that was good material. But anyway, <laughs> the, the diary of a kid from Javi. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 diary of a <laughs> all the all the all the teens are banging, and I'm just writing in my diary or whatever. <sighs> oh poor Javi. So we are going to be covering season two. Shit, I forgot to turn off the air conditioning upstairs. We haven't done this in a while, so <laughs> we're having to work out some kinks. Let me go take care of that. So anyway, I've been listening to selections from this soundtrack the last week. This first episode has some great music in it. It does. I love that this show is set in the time, this is like my high school. This was mm-hmm. like all my high school music. Going back to that uh, Up Here show, I was thinking about it earlier, is that more and more TVs and movies are setting things in the 90s because they can get around the awkward, well, why didn't they just use their cell phone? Right. Why didn't they just use their GPS? <laughs> so they're, they're all just like, how are they set in the 90s now, guys? <laughs> because that's a plot point they just don't want to work around. Exactly. So. Yeah. Well, because like a lot of these things would never even happen in you know in modern times we'll call them right in recent days i don't know who who knows needs to start because that was a freaking year ago no i I mean it was a long 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 ago but i'm gonna let you start okay this first episode is called friends romans countrymen and you will find out what that means at the end you'll get it you'll get it you'll get it okay all right. We start off. It's full on winter and our poor survivors are um, in their little cabin and they are riding that struggle bus. They are cold. There's no food. 
then I'm very confused because they could not have packed winter gear for this little thing because they've all packed like formals. Remember that? Remember when they all had formal dresses right, yeah. in their bags? So how did Travis get a coat? Like you see Travis putting on this like this the sheep <laughs> Sherpa like coat. I don't understand. I don't and I'm like, Maybe the you, dead man had like a whole selection of winter attire. Because we see Coach later and Coach has got some winter stuff going on too. Where'd you get that, Coach? Who knows? So there's all these, like, this episode, there's a lot of, like, quick flashes. So it's hard to, like, narrow this into, like, scenes. But we flash through the different girls sleeping in the cabin. Shauna is sleeping alone. And she rolls over to, like, grab somebody who would be sleeping next to her. But, oh, she's so sad and pregnant alone. And then we flash on um, Nat and Travis getting ready to go hunt. So they are stuffing their socks and shirts with paper and, like, magazines and things from the plane, which... It was a private plane. They didn't have, like, what is that? That air magazine. They didn't <laughs> right, have air that. Mall. Yeah, they did not have that. And then they're buckling seatbelts around themselves. I'm like, the thought on this is weird, but okay. And as they're getting ready to leave, Lottie meets them at the door like a mom sending her kids off to school. Don't forget your smudging kids and mug full of my blood. <laughs> have fun storming the castle. It's very weird. Lottie has gone full on. We know she's gone full of insane because at the end of, you know, last season, she did the whole killed the bear. Anyways, she's like stabbed her finger and put her blood into this mug and had Nat and Travis drink from it. It's gross. Um, Nat thinks it's BS because Nat is all of us, but (laughs) Travis is super into it. So they leave. And as they leave, Lottie draws that mysterious symbol from season one on the condensation of the window. The symbol that kind of looks like a stick person if they were wearing a dress and had a hook for a vagina. I don't understand what's happening (laughs) there. I I don't know. Also, this episode is so fucking dark, I thought I was going blind. Oh my gosh, I had to turn my brightness all the way up. I could not see what was going on because I watched on my phone. I was was watching on my phone as I was putting my youngest to bed and I was like, what what is happening? Am I going blind? Nope, it's this episode. (laughs) So just be aware, guys. If you're old, this will be confusing. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a quick flash, quick, like, quick flash to 1998. It says so on the screen. And this is, like, right after they've been rescued. All the girls are in these big coats with hoods up, and they are outside of an airport because they are finally flying home. But if they they have to go home, they have to walk through the sea of reporters on the, like, the runway. Tarmac. Like, why? Yeah, why couldn't they, like... Get them into a bigger plane. Small I, planes have not worked out for this group. No. Like, let's, could, would you how, get back on a plane after? I'd be like, I don't care how right, long we have on to a drive. Bus. I want to be in a moving vehicle on the road. For real. So they're going through these reporters and Misty is living for this shit. She's like <laughs> looking for her angles. Like she's doing the whole over her shoulder deal. Lottie, not so much. Lottie goes to walk up onto the plane stairs and you hear from behind her as the reporters are asking, tell us something, tell us anything. And then um, another super quick flash and it's Lottie sitting with her mom and dad in a doctor's office. We don't really see her parents. We just hear her mom saying how Lottie hasn't said a word since she's been home. She doesn't eat or sleep and wanders the house all hours of the night. I was like, is Lottie me? Because (laughs) (laughs) sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, who knew? I've been rescued from the woods and I didn't even know it. Do you have that psychotic single eye twitch thing that she's got going on too? Because that was creepy as fuck. I work with elementary school kids. I have that all the time. <laughs> like, it's just like, <laughs> So, yes. The camera kind of pans out and we get Lottie's dad. And he's like, I want a quick fix. What can we do to get this girl back onto the pageant circuit? We get her back out so we can, you know, do her whatever it's her. What is that? Debutante ball. Why are words hard? I can't think of anything today. (laughs) 
So for this quick fix, of course, they're going to strap her to a bed and give her electroshock therapy. And within the flashback, within a flashback, like Inception flashback, (laughs) she flashes back on her weird dreams from season one of like this whole like altar of candles and the deer head. And then we get this, like, oh my gosh, they're coming at lightning speed here. And then we get a kind of a flash forward. Um, We can tell it's a little bit after the electroshock therapy because Lottie has gotten a really awful bob haircut (laughs) with bangs. It's not cute. And she is consoling another psych patient, telling her that the doctors can help her like they did Lottie. And she's doing this, like, whole putting her hand on their chest, like, ooh, breathe with me. They'll help you. Then, quick, another flash. It's even further future. Now it's modern-day Lottie. And she's standing on this hilltop before her devoted followers, saying that doctors helping is all bullshit. You can only help yourself. We want to blame the world for our pain, but the truth is we are the ones making ourselves sick. Nothing else is real. And then, quick flashback to when Lottie was about to get on the airplane and the reporters are all asking, tell us something, tell us something. And she just turns around and does this primal scream intro music and that's how she feels about getting on a plane again and i feel you lottie i think lottie was like enjoying her kingdom in the woods it was like i don't want to go home yeah gonna shock me at home i was like is this ratchet now like what's happening (laughs) okay so we now see present day shauna And she's sitting at a table in the dark, and we hear a voice we don't recognize interrogating her. And they're asking, why did you kill Adam Martin? She's like, I I didn't. I didn't murder Adam, whoever you're talking about. And the voice says, I never said he was murdered. How's the sex? Shauna's like, they're definitely not going to ask me that. And we quickly realize that this is Misty using a voice-changing app, and she's trying (laughs) to coach Shauna on how to answer questions from the police. This is what I always tell my children. There's only one thing that you should ever say to the police. That is, I want my lawyer. And she's like, that's why I put it on the cookie. And they flash real quick to one of those giant cookies. And it says on it, I want my lawyer. I died. I, I was want like, that for my birthday. Oh my God. Somebody needs to get me that <laughs> for my birthday. I was like, oh, I have missed Misty so much. <laughs> Shauna's like, okay, this this has been fun, but I got to go. But apparently Nat and Ty were supposed to come and they haven't made it yet. So Misty is all upset that, you know, the party's breaking up and not everybody was there. We know that Nat has been kidnapped. So that's why she's not showing up. And Ty is probably off beheading another dog. And that is what I wrote in my notes before we come to a a scene right after this. Misty's bummed because she made punch. (laughs) And (laughs) Shauna's like, we're going to be fine, right? Like, we were careful. And Misty thinks they missed something. And oh boy, did they. So put like multiple pins in that because we're going to come back to lots of things that were missed. She asked Shauna if she's sure she got rid of everything. And Shauna's like, yeah, totally. And Misty's like, you hesitated. And she starts freaking out. And Shauna's like, okay, seriously, I have to go. Misty tries to send her with punch and a ladle and like a punch kit. She calls it a punch kit. And I was like, why don't I have friends like Misty who make me punch? I thought this was so freaking thoughtful. She got her a cookie cake and got her punch kit. And let's just say that it's Hawaii 5-0 punch, which is a Hawaiian punch with a snazzier name. And I love her. (laughs) (laughs) So cut to Thaisa at an animal shelter. So she actually is going to get another dog. And she is wearing the most uncomfortable looking heels I have ever seen in my life. She looks like she's standing on her literal tiptoes. 
And there's a lady there that's like, yeah, if you want to take anybody out for a spin, you know, just let me know. And she just gestures to this cute little dog named Steve. And she's like, that one, write up the papers. Okay, thanks. I'll be in the car waiting. So she is in the car and she's on the phone with her campaign manager and Steve's in the front seat. Steve is very, very cute. I don't know what kind of dog that is, but I was like, R.I.P. Steve. (laughs) Yeah. So campaign lady, campaign, campaign lady is talking about reelection and she hears Steve barking and she's like, oh, is that biscuit? And Ty's like, oh, uh, you're, you're cutting in and out. I got to go. Bye. Click. Back at Misty's house, she picks up her phone and we see like a bunch of calls that she's made, all of them going unanswered. She's called Natalie, she's called Thaisa, but then also she has one call to Hello Birdie Pets because Misty. I miss that entirely and I love it. I had to go back. I was like, there was something else there that I know was was something that was put there just so people pause it and go like, oh, that's funny. I like that. That's on the nose. So she puts her phone down. She's like, all right, I'm not going to call these people for the millionth time. And instead she logs on to the Citizen Detectives website because she wants to catch up on what people are saying about Adam. One of the users has dived into Adam's credit card statements. And as she's reading it, we hear the voiceover of the guy who wrote it. And it's Elijah Wood's voice. And if you've seen any of the previews or read anything about season two of Yellow Jackets, you know that Elijah Wood is going to be one of these citizen detective people. And he's saying that there was no unusual activity on the credit card until about a week ago. And then there were charges to nice restaurants and mini golf and a lingerie store. So obviously there's got to be some mystery woman. And I was like, this all happened in a week's time. Right? Like, what? Okay. So Misty is shook. And then I was like, so is her bird. Because the bird is... (laughs) (laughs) And I can't remember this bird's name. And I keep wanting to call it Miss Gambolini because of Only Murders. But I know that's not this thing's name. Do you remember this bird's name? I cannot remember. It's going to kill me. I'm going to have to look it up. So over at Shauna's house now, Callie and her boyfriend, Kyle... Or, you know, Callie's Shauna's daughter. Kyle is her name is, Callie? I thought Callie. she was calling her Kelly. It's Callie. Don't oh, I've got, you dare. I've got, I've got Kelly. And I was like, how did I not notice her name was Kelly? And <laughs> I wonder if my closed captions were just calling her Kelly. Anywho. Uh, that's how we say Kelly around here anywhere. K- Callie. Kelly. Callie. So they're watching what looks like a local wrestling show on TV together on the couch. <laughs> you are so wrong. It's the challenge on MTV. What the fuck is that? It's the challenge. It's like the people from Road Rules and Real World, and oh, they shit. compete. Oh, yeah. shit. I've seen that. Yeah. Well, how do I not recognize like that? Like Johnny Bananas and CT? Come on. Oh, That's I love CT. Local wrestling. What a meathead. All right, hold on. I'm confirming that this child's name is Callie. It's Callie. Okay. Okay. So, Shauna comes home, and Callie's just giving her angry teen vibes, per usual. And uh, Callie tells Kyle to leave. She's like, i am had enough of you for today. Shauna's like, is everything okay with you and Kyle? And Callie's like, no, I may have to break up with him. I don't know. Or maybe I'll just get lucky and he'll disappear. And Shauna's like, is there something you want to ask me, Callie? And Callie's like, is there something you want to tell me, mother? Dad deserves to know what happened. And Shauna's like, well, I told him. And then Callie's like, you told him? You are so selfish. And grabs her bag and storms out. And Callie is like every 17-year-old in the world. So back in the past, Shauna is playing MASH with Jackie, where it's determined that Shauna is going to live in New Jersey as a single mom with $1 million and be married to Jeff. And I was like, they laugh. And then the camera pans out and to show that Shauna is actually playing MASH with 
Jackie's frozen dead body. Uh oh. Who was now dressed in her varsity jacket? I don't remember her having that on when she froze to death, but maybe she did. (laughs) Suddenly, Shauna doesn't want to discuss the future anymore. She's all about living in that psychotic moment like Norman Bates. Mm -hmm. So, Ty and Van are in the cabin and they are playing that paper football game thing that I've never played in my life. Um, Where you flick the paper through the the little goalpost, whatever. Ty notices that Van has marks on her wrist. Um, it's because she's being tied to Ty each night to keep Ty from sleepwalking. And she's like, oh, God, if it's hurting you, blah, blah, blah. And she's fine. Then we have Mari, who, remember Mari? These girls are hard <laughs> to keep track of. Mari is trying to make soup, and she's pissed that Shauna hasn't brought the meat in yet because she, she's been too busy playing with deadass Jackie. It's been two months of this freezer burned friend shit, for real, two months that she's been playing with this dead friend. That is um, wild. It's weird. Then these JV, this I think who's JV girl says, yeah, she's going to full on Norman Bates. And I was like, I see you, JV. I had that same joke two seconds ago. <laughs> And I was like, who are these girls? Where the fuck do they come from? I know. Who are you, who are you, Crystal? And why are you humming? <laughs> Did you just wander into this survival situation? Because Lord knows you were not on that plane. Everybody oh. that was not a real actor got sucked out or blown up or burned. <laughs> She's a theater nerd. And you're telling me that she was also on the soccer team? I mean, anything's possible, but I don't remember. You want to tell me we one. haven't heard her before that, now? Yeah, She's exactly. a theater kid. Yes. We would have heard her. <laughs> she would have made herself known. Believe me, every theater kid is going to let you know they're a theater kid. For real. I mean, I, I have it written on everything I own. Yeah. <sighs> So back to Jackie, crazy dead Jackie, who's also a figment of Shauna's grief. Ghost Jackie wants to know how things started with Shauna and Jeff. Um, She thinks it might help Shauna to, you know, let her go. Shauna says, well, remember that party where the cops came and everyone ran away? You got into so-and-so's minivan while Jeff and I ran into the woods. Jackie had just fought with Jeff because she said she wasn't sure she wanted to be with him. And Jackie's like, no, that's not what happened. They fought because Jeff said he couldn't be with someone who wouldn't have sex with him. And Shauna says, I didn't know that. (gasps) And Jackie's like, you did know that. This is your fucking memory. You knew this. (laughs) We could not have this conversation in your head, Shauna, unless you knew. And then this is when uh, Jackie, ghost Jackie, gets very upset and says, holy shit, you kissed him first, Shauna. Why? And then they start to fight. And then this is when it (laughs) flashes back that Shauna is fighting with a dead body. And pushes Jackie's corpse over. Well, of course, the Jackie sickle falls over and her ear breaks off. So Shauna does the only normal thing possible. She shoved that ear right in her pocket because, you know, I, we'll what deal with it later. What are you going to we'll... do with it, really? Staple gun? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's cool enough she could have licked it and stuck it back on. It would have been, it would have gone <laughs> That is back true. On. That would have worked. <laughs> Finally, Shauna comes into the cabin with this, like, giant cutting board of, like, four pieces of meat. And she says, I had to cut back on rations again because there isn't much left. I was like, yeah, because you guys were down in bear and deer in a day. Yeah. I was like, they went through a whole bear. But I guess if it's been two months. But, yeah, they were eating a deer a day there at the beginning. It made me think of that um, Christopher McDaniels. What's that? What's that book? You know, the guy who died out in the middle of the woods. He just decided one day that he was going to go hike in Alaska and like gave up all his money and he gave up all his supplies and just walked out into the woods and thought he could do it. Mm-hmm. And he ended up staying like in this abandoned bus. And he thought, well, I can kill a moose and then I'll have the meat. Well, the thing is, if you don't know how to preserve meat, it gets full of maggots mm-hmm. like very yeah. quickly. So he ended up starving to death, essentially. I mean, oh, he ate some bad stuff that made him 
throw up and die. But yeah, there's a whole movie and there's a book and I can't think of it. I don't. Mm, anyways, it'll come to me. I don't but, know what this is. but I'm assuming these girls did not know how to smoke me, save me, and it yeah, rotted very quickly true. if they didn't eat it. Yeah. So present day Shauna. So here's one of those things that they missed. She's looking through her safe where she has been keeping a bunch of Adam's stuff. Why? Misty specifically told you to get rid of this stuff. And it's his license and this like little picture that he sketched of her and his keys. And Shauna suddenly puts two and two together. She immediately calls Jeff at work. He's having a great day. He's sold like three sofa sets. I don't even know what a good day is in the furniture world, but he's having it. And she's here to bring him down. She's like, bad news. Adam had an art studio and we need to find it and figure out what's in there. Cut to Sammy's school and Ty is here to pick him up. And she's, you know, got her Steve, the Steve surprise. And he is so thrilled. He's like a puppy. But Simone is there and she is not having it. She screams at Ty to stay the fuck away from Sammy. And then she tells Sammy to go get in the car and wait for her. She tells Ty, I found that thing in the basement. And Ty's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But she actually doesn't because, you know, when Ty gets a crazy Ty, she's like sleepwalking, right? Like, it's not like she has like a split personality. Like, this is stuff she does in her sleep, right? Is it, the bad one is sleepwalking Ty. Am I wrong? What do you think? I don't even know. I, I I'm starting to think like real Ty is real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, I truly believe that she didn't really know what Simone was talking about. No, I don't think she knows what's, I don't think she knows what's, she she hasn't a clue. Yes. Mm -mm. So Simone tells her, if you don't get help, real help, you'll never see Sammy again. And if you don't step down from office and take care of whatever this is, I will be forced to go to the press. I was like, damn, Simone does not play around. I was like, this escalated quickly. Yes. So back in the 90s in the wilderness and we were with Nat and Travis and they're hiking through the snow doing their daily looking for game and looking for hobby. Travis freaks out because he sees like something poking out of the snow that's like clearly out of place and he's like digging at it and he's like hobby but it's just a frozen fox. That's an easy mistake right? He it's just to... a skeletal fox. I was <laughs> like what did hobby look like last time you saw him? <laughs> <laughs> He wants to start going out earlier in the morning so they can search further out for Javi. He still believes that Javi is alive. And it's clear that Nat doesn't. But she's trying to be supportive. She's like, okay, like we're already out here for 47 hours today. But sure, we'll get up an hour earlier. No problem. Love you, Trev. Okay, his name is Christopher McCandless. And it's from Into the Wild. Into the oh, Wild is the okay. I do okay, recognize that, the name. That of was going to drive me crazy. So, anywho's, I should have looked up Misty's bird. Well, I was going to say, if you're there. looking that up, I'm looking up the name of Misty's bird. Okay, can <laughs> I did Speaking of Misty, Misty decides to go to the hotel where Nat was staying, and um, Caligula. Cal- I knew it was something. I was thinking like Capone. I was thinking something, but yeah, right, no okay, idea. good. Okay. So she goes to talk to the manager, who is super sassy, and I want him to be my new best friend, <laughs> but he is like refusing to help her. She says, I'm looking for a brunette. She was in room, whatever. I can't remember the name of the room, room number. She looks like she would stab you. Do you, you know, this is ringing any bells. She's my best friend and she wouldn't leave town without telling me. And I was like, honestly, you would be the last person she told if she was leaving. <laughs> right. But whatever. But sure. 
Manager says bad things happen. She says, well, we wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you, Larry Frankowski. And then rattles off his social security number and his address. And she's like, is that it? Or, oh, no, never mind. Yep, that's it. Trying to scare him. He's like, listen, we don't have cable or Wi-Fi. The one thing this hotel has is discretion. Anyone wants to know anything about people who stay here, you better have a warrant. And Missy says, cool, cool, cool. Sounds great. I have two days off work. I have a giant bladder and the new Nora Roberts in my bag. So I'm just going to go sit and wait. And the manager's like, fuck. She didn't even bring a cookie cake. I, I can't deal with her. She's got <laughs> to go. She took off. Nat, she's talking about Nat. She left cash for the bill and split in the middle of the night. That's all I know. This does not satisfy Missy. Missy does not believe this crap. Um, because she's her best friend and she would have told her she was leaving. Shauna and Jeff go to the art studio where... When they walk in, it's like loud music, and Jeff immediately says, it smells like chronic in here. And I was like, white boy Jeff. Chronic. How did they find this studio? She's just like, oh, I think it's like near the Jolly Roger or whatever whatever the hell that was. Yeah, Jolly Pitcher. And and they just like find this art studio, which is clearly like not on the first floor. It's like they had to go up like some stairs or something. Like, what did they do? Just walk around and until they found one that had a bunch of like rainbow stickers on the door and they're like, here we go. Or, I mean, yeah. or had she been there before? She says no. Okay. She has not been there I don't there think before. she, no, she's, I don't, she hasn't been there. Well, how did she they had find just, this so he, fast? I, I don't buy it. They followed the trail of glitter. Who knows? Oh, yeah. So they walk in plain as day during a mm-hmm. missing persons investigation. Like mm-hmm. it's no big thing. Walk right in, and I was like, "Wow, it's good to be upper white class, white upper class middle people, <laughs> right? people in America." Uh, well, Jeez. turns out it's a good idea they came to this art studio because this place is filled with paintings of Shauna. I was like, "It's been a week, dude. You should have ran like a, a long time ago. First meeting, no, because this is crazy. This is crazy." Um, mm-hmm. so Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's getting light um jeff asked shauna if she posed for these pictures and shauna's like no <laughs> obviously i'm just burning his memory because i'm so awesome <laughs> and then she says he's like looking around at all these pictures and she's like what are you thinking right now jeff and he's just like <gasps> i'm sad and she says well she tries to ease attention by saying i the thought of you with someone else always scared me but also kind of turn me on maybe i'm a pervert but i like it and i was like oh here we go so they start screwing in this active crime scene because dna be damned let's just oh my god that's exactly what i said i was like this is good just leave dna all over your dead boyfriend's art studio cool 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 back in the past teenage shauna is standing like upstairs apparently her and ty still get the whole upstairs to themselves even though it's fucking cold you'd think you'd want to be all together but Mm -hmm. whatever and she's still holding this ear, like do 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 do. I've got Jackie's ear. I could just, I could just tell her all my secrets. <laughs> They're like, Shauna, dinner. And I was like, dude, you're starving to death. I wouldn't give a shit if the pregnant girl came and got food or not. I would not care if she didn't get her rest. She can smell that She knows when it's done. Get your ass down. I know, for real. So they call her for dinner, but. They go back over to, like, the soup that's cooking over the fire. And there's Mitty. Mitty. God damn it. <laughs> Walter Mitty sitting by the fire. Um, Misty is sitting by the pot of soup. And the girls are like, what are you doing? Get away from there. You're not allowed to be there. And she's like, come on, guys. It's not like I'm going to poison anyone. Again. <laughs> and they tell her that she needs to go out and collect water. And she's like, oh, come on. It's freezing. I don't want to. Ty asks Shauna if she's okay, and she's like, um, yep, totally fine. Got a dead ear in my pocket. It's great. 
Totally cool. Just another Tuesday. Pretty much. So back at the loft, Jeff apparently couldn't do the deed because, I don't know, getting it up where his wife was banging somebody else is weird for him. I mean, they were definitely banging. They definitely banged. Well, she's like, are you okay? I thought he was like, he could, like, I don't know. I thought he couldn't get it up, but that may be. Mm. She's just oh, whatever. concerned about the fact that they're having sex and the, you know, her dead we, boyfriend's Honestly, we're all concerned, Shauna. We're all concerned. <laughs> They're looking around at these pictures, and Jeff is, like, the only voice of wisdom. He's like, well, we can't drag these things out of here. Someone's going to notice. Like, they, the two white people that just randomly came in here mm-hmm. that obviously do not belong here because you don't have dreads or smell like chronic, apparently. So they decide they're going to pour paint all over the pictures. So they start pouring paint, and then Sean just goes, and one with, like, a pencil. Thinner. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, so they can smudge oh. the paint. Oh, okay. Well, I just thought they poured paint over it. <laughs> it was I too dark. I thought they were going to burn see. it. And I was like, I mean, that could work, but probably leaving a lot of evidence there. And That's what I thought they were going to burn it, too. That was my go-to, but I was like, okay. Yeah. But paint, paint thinner makes more sense. But there was also, like, there was drawings and stuff, too, so I don't know. They probably just, I mean, they probably just took whatever they could to destroy, like, just the face, you know, of all of these pictures. That's a lot of work. They're going to be there for a yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and whatever. Uh, you know she's going to keep one because she's nuts. <laughs> Put it in the <laughs> safe. Um, okay, so Misty has finally gained entry to Natalie's motel room. Um, so, okay, hold hold that thought. Because in the past, Crystal, you know, random Crystal, who's <laughs> now apparently a cast member, she's outside singing and dancing like the true theater nerd that she is. And she's I, performing her one-woman show, Crystal, okay? And so I guess she has, that's the only place she can go where people aren't going to yell at her. I mean, gosh, poor Crystal. She comes across Missy. <laughs> so this didn't work because Missy just tells her to shut the fuck up. And she's like, I was just, I was trying to poop, you know, and sometimes singing helps move things along. And she's like, you should try it. And Missy's like, yeah, I, I can't sing. She's like, oh, everybody can sing. You just need a coach. I could be your vocal coach. We could be best friends. We could harmonize. And suddenly Misty is super interested because someone wants to like actually hang out with Misty and be around her. I feel like Crystal doesn't come back. I feel like Crystal. <laughs> yeah, not we're not going to see Crystal. Inside the cabin, Nat and Travis have come back, and Coach asks Nat how it went. She's like, "Great, other than the fact that we didn't find food or hobby." <laughs> but I did draw more of the super cool map, so I mean that's fun. So they add it to a bunch of these other map drawings that they're putting together. You know, like in Stranger Things, where Will. Will, where Will, like, scribbles all the things for the, you know, the the underground network, and then they put it all together, and it all makes sense. Well, she's she's bringing another little piece of this puzzle and putting it up there, because, like, I don't know if they're trying to figure out where they are, but they want to know where they've been, so they're not searching the same areas over and over again. And apparently, they've gone seven miles, like, all around, which is, that is a long-ass way, Mm -hmm. and have not found any food and have not found hobby. And Coach is like, there's no way that Javi could still be alive. And Nat's like, I mean, yeah, that's what I think. But, you know, Travis, he's still holding out hope. In Nat's hotel room, Misty is having an existential crisis about her best friend leaving without telling her. And she's crying on the bed. But then she notices that there was some damage to the door frame. So she runs over and inspects it and realizes that this door has been recently kicked in recently because she finds a little piece of the frame on 
the floor. She's super happy because she's like, yes, my BFF is still my BFF. And that's when she notices a security camera outside the room that is pointed directly at the door. So Nat is in her new, arguably nicer room now, but she's she's strapped to a bed and she's screaming, you motherfuckers, let me out of here. She is going ham. Um, she's full Ju- Nat at this point. Juliette Lewis is so, uh, such an amazing actress. Oh my God. The door opens and this young girl brings in a tray of food and she's trying to be all cute, but Nat's like, uh, I see that symbol on your necklace. Uh, I know exactly what's going on. And the symbol on her necklace is the weird, you know, stick figure with the hook for a leg and all that. The girl sets the tray of food on the table beside the bed and Nat sweet talks her into unlocking one of the straps from her left hand so that she can eat. So girl does that, she leaves, and I was like, Nat's planning something. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So back at Jeff and Shaw's, I have Jeff is sitting in his car with it running in the garage, feeling bad about his limp dick. But apparently he didn't have limp dick. He's just feeling bad that his wife got banged with somebody else. And see, mine says cut to Jeff sitting in his truck, thinking back on the amazing sex he just had with Sean. Boy, oh, we were both I, I, at that I totally situation. got totally different vibes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So he turns on some Papa Roach, cut my life into pieces, and starts rocking out like Jen from Dead to Me. She's like, Dude, the whole yes. metal. Apparently earlier, I think we skipped over that, is that when Misty asked Shauna if she's kept anything from Adams, she'd get rid of everything. She's like, yeah, sure. Well, Shauna pulls out Adams' ID and all her journals and stuff and throws it on the grill to um, get ready to torch them. She's, you know, she's got to get rid of this shit. So Jeff comes out with a hot dog's like, well, we might as well, uh, because, you know, we got to eat and also need a cover story for why we're using the grill in November. I mean, they could totally have grilled, no, without question. People love to grill during the winter. It's fun. I do yeah. it. So Jeff adds a ton more lighter fluid and then gives the matches to Shauna because if anyone is going to lose <laughs> eyebrows, it's her because he's pissed off at <laughs> this her. This is all on you, Shauna. <laughs> So, of course, it starts the tree above the grill on fire because there's only one tiny little baby tree in their backyard. And, and that's, that's where, where these idiots put the grill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was like, because these two are idiots. That's what it says in my notes. So Jeff gets a wet towel and puts it out. And I was like, that went great. This is awesome. <laughs> this is an amazing plan. Back at Ty's, she goes down in her basement, pulls out a sweatshirt and smells it. Whose sweatshirt is this? Is this a van sweatshirt? I thought it was Sammy's, but I, they don't. it's actually not clear at all. Because she says something about that's divorce level shit right there by sniffing the sweatshirt. So I thought it was maybe somebody else's, but I was like, why? She, why was it she, down there? She says it's sad ass horse shit. Is what? She oh, says. because it's like she. It's like this is pathetic. I'm sitting down here sniffing somebody's shirt. I, I don't know whose shirt it was. You know, I thought it was Sammy's, but that's it. Could be Simone's. It could be a van shirt. She just grabs it off of some basket on the floor. Okay, so I don't, I must not have had the the things on my clothes captioning on because. Not not only was it dark, I could not hear it. Um, So I was Helen Keller and all through this whole episode. I'm sorry, guys. So she decides to sniff the sweatshirt and then then decides to go explore the hidey hole of crazy. Because why not? It's dark and it's nighttime. Let's just go explore spelunking through our walls. Of course, Steve follows her in there because he's like, oh, what what we do? What we do? Fuck! There's another dog's head in here. Holy shit. Get me out of here. Uh, take me back to the shelter and she she of course grabs him and says it's fine i'm gonna promise i'm gonna do better with you i'll cut just your ass off not your head it'll be fine just your tail (laughs) back at dinner at the uncomfortable's house um (laughs) 
Jeff is cracking jokes at the dinner table. What did the bun say to the hot dog? He's like, I don't know. I didn't have a punchline. I thought maybe one of you guys were going to supply that. I wasn't prepared. So I've got Kelly is pissed. I guess her name is Kelly. (laughs) Is pissed that they're eating pig anuses. And she wants a veggie burger. She's going to go grill one. Jeff's like, no, no, no. I'll go grill it. Because (laughs) apparently we didn't burn things well enough. Because we are very bad at our jobs. All of them. All of the jobs that we have. So back in the past, Nat and Travis are sitting in front of the fire. Nat says it's like a Stone Age TV. And then she kind of leans over and tries to, like, kiss him. And I was like, not the moment. Pick your moment. This is not the moment. And Travis is instantly appalled. And he's upset because Nat thinks Javi is dead. How dare you believe that my brother that disappeared two months ago in a snowstorm in the freezing cold where we have no food is dead. How could you? Like, what? How could you? Nat says pretty much that. It's been two months and freezing temperatures. I don't know why I thought he was dead. So Travis starts having a panic attack. So who swoops in? Because they're amazing when people are freaking out. It's Lottie to the rest. You. And she puts her hand on his chest and tells her to breathe with him. <gasps> and he flashes on the tree sacrificial altar thing that she had in her dream. How is he seeing her dream? I don't know. He immediately gets wood because he's a 17 year old dude. Yeah, and, and, a, and a girl's and, touching him. So, no, he's about to run away. And she's like, it's fine. Javi is alive. I know it. And then he runs away. And Nat's pissed because you're giving him false hope. She's like, well, what do you want me to say? She's like, I want you to say less, Lottie. I said, Nat says, shut your pie hole, Lottie, but does it in a more badass way. So with current day Nat still strapped to a bed, that young girl comes back in to get the tray and she's like, okay, I need to put your, you know, your loose hand back in the strap. I think we all saw what was coming because she gets close to the bed and Nat grabs her by the back of the head and stabs her in the hand with a fork. She has somehow gotten her other hand loose, so she jumps up, she pulls the fork out of the girl's hand, because weapon, and she runs outside. And everybody, apparently, they put, like, there's a silent alarm, and everybody knows that she's loose, because everybody's trying to find her, but they can't, because they suck at hide-and-seek, and also, woods are Nat's <laughs> playground. I mean, she, she knows how to be out in the woods. Back at the attic in the cabin in the past, Ty and Van are asleep. Ty just sits up and leans over and starts kissing Van. And then she aggressively bites her lip and so hard that it starts bleeding. And Van yelps. And that wakes Ty up. So even though it looks like she was awake, I guess she sleepwalks and she sleep kisses. She sleep sexual assaults her girlfriend. Van's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's no big deal. I can handle this. She grabs Ty's arm and shoves up the sleeve of her shirt. And then... In the most romantic gesture I have ever seen. She digs some blood out from her mouth from where her lips bleeding. And then she writes, I heart symbol you, the letter U on Ty's arm. Oh, so romantic. Ty's like, oh my God, I love you too. And then they kiss, but this time without the blood. So that's amazing. So sweet. Back with Nat, who is trying to escape in the present day and she sees these people in white robes coming out of the woods and they're wearing animal faces which freaks her out there's a big man there i don't want to call him big man that's not nice there's a man there old man he's an old man man. um and they strip him naked and he's he is naked this has become game of thrones all of a sudden there is full frontal nudity and they lay him in a hole and start shoveling dirt on him lottie walks over to this 
scene and Nat sees her and she's like, this bitch, I knew it. She screams Lottie's name and she runs towards her with this giant stick that she's picked up. And all these random people are like, um, should we stop her or what's, what should we do? And Lottie's like, no, 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 it's fine. She's my friend. And Nat's like, oh, is that what we are? We're friends. She's like, give me one reason why I shouldn't cave your head in and put it in that hole. And Lottie says, because I have a message for you from Travis. I wrote, this is when Juliet Lewis, I said, Juliet Lewis is so good because she is like spitting mad. And then her face, like you could just see like all the pain on her face at the very mention of Travis's name. So anyway, in the closing montage, we have Shauna pacing around, you know, back upstairs with Jackie's ear in her hand. Travis and Nat are on their daily scouting mission. Callie is digging around in the ash in the grill. And she finds part of Adam's license. Conveniently, the part with his face. Like, that's I mean, the exact thing I have on my notes. Conveniently, <laughs> the part with his picture. That's so That's so amazing. What good luck for her. Bad luck for Shauna and Jeff. Nat and Travis find that altar tree thing that is in um, Lottie's dreams and that now Travis has seen. And so he's kind of like, hmm, okay, that's weird. And then... <laughs> Shauna stops and she's got Jackie's ear in her hand and she does the only logical thing that you do to get rid of your dead best friend's ear. She just pops it in her mouth. Boom. The end. Well, I thought it was because they're probably starving and it was like food. But I love that she's upstairs listening to Tori Amos's Cornflake Girl. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this song takes me right on back. I don't know. I think maybe part of it is like, I mean, okay, number one, I've got to get rid of this and I'm not just going to throw it out. I'm not going to try to stick it back to Jackie's body because it's just going to fall off again. I, and I can't admit that I have it and what I've done. Also, yeah, I mean, like it is edible. It's it's an ear. It's mainly cartilage, which is really disgusting and probably didn't taste good. But also, I think that it's a way of like making Jackie... A part, a part of her. Of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Because she is way obsessed with Jackie. Why are you so obsessed with me? That would be Jackie. This is the point when I'm watching this episode, I went, oh, friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Yeah. So clever. They're so clever. I know. I didn't get that until like we just talked about it. I was like, okay whatever have you watched the second episode yet no i have not i want to i wanted to watch it right away but i figured i better not all right everybody well if you want to tell us did jeff and shauna bang did jeff have erectile dysfunction what happened was it paint thinner was it paint was the darkness obscuring both me and tiffany's perception of what was going on in this episode please what other show was on? oh oh the last season of game of thrones yes like those that mm-hmm. holy shit uh-huh. i had to watch one of the episodes at night in the dark like with every light in the house off because i tried to watch it like during the day and i couldn't see anything and my my friend had already told she was like oh yeah yeah that is like re- that's a dark episode mm-hmm. and i was like uh and i thought she meant like dark as in like the mood was really dark and she was like oh no no, no. i mean it's just really dark and the and when the all the torches go when the torches all go out and everything goes dark 
when it came out, I watched that episode standing up next to my TV so I could see it because I couldn't see a damn thing. <laughs> or if you want to tell us, um, what would you want frosted on your cookie cake? What irrelevant thing would you want frosted on your cookie cake? I would like to know. What part of your best friend would you keep in your pocket? <laughs> I want your middle Ew. finger. Anyway, okay. So, you... <laughs> so I can constantly give you the finger for exactly. the rest of I can use your finger my days. everybody else's finger. Um, okay, so if you want to tell us anything, everything, that, whatever, whatever you feel like doing, I think you're going to need a reminder of where to do those things and maybe you're going to need a reminder I'm gonna need one too. <laughs> of where thinking. that is too so um i'll keep a little mental checklist and make sure you you get it all and they can do that where tiffany um you can send us an email at that's so original podcast at gmail.com you can go to our website at that's so original podcast.com you can go to facebook or instagram at that's so original podcast check out our awesome memes we assure you that we will have some new ones coming yeah. um we can go to twitter at that's so pod you mm-hmm. can like us and review us on itunes follow us on stitcher is there another one Spotify. Spotify. That was the word. I was like, distractify. That's not the one. (laughs) Spotify. (laughs) You know, one of those places. I think that's all. I I think think that's it. It's like riding a bike. We got right back on. Look at you. All right, everybody. Well, thank you. If you've come back, we really appreciate you. And we will be back way sooner than we just were with episode two of Yellow Jackets. Bye. Bye. Banana. Na. Da da na. Bye. All right.